Okay, in this podcast, we're going to talk about making money for dyslexics. This is a question uh, from Ali. She's uh, given me a really good question here. She's picked up on something I've said in another podcast and wanted me to elaborate. And it was a great question because dyslexics struggle with making money. So let's dig into this. Okay, let's talk about making money. So this is um, this is a great question. And it's one I've never thought about doing a podcast on, but um, it's probably a struggle for a lot of dyslexics, especially that are entrepreneurs. You know, so many of us either become contractors, uh, start businesses on the side or something along those lines, probably half of us, I would say, that have kind of picked up that that's where we're special at. Um, But making money is another thing altogether because we, many dyslexics struggle to ask for money. And there's a reason behind that. Many dyslexics have poor self-confidence, but we look like we're remarkably confident. I'm not sure if you can relate or someone you know can relate to that, is that we look like we're so confident and assured and sure of ourselves. But the minute we come to ask for money, it's kind of like, um, I'm not sure I'm worth it, whether we say it, that's what's going through our heads. Or, Or the other question is, how do we value what we do? Because what we do is so... Um, so creative, it's very hard to put a figure on it. And naturally, dyslexics aren't great with financial figures. Um, and nor does money in itself uh, drive us most of the time. Some of us have some goals that we'd like a car or like something like that, but um, or, or go on a trip. And when we've got something like that in our mind and we want to earn that money, we can earn it. We're, we're brilliant. But it's very easy to go off on a tangent. Like, I'd like to guess, like, I don't know if you've, anyone here has seen the Fire Festival Netflix special, which was pretty interesting, about the guy who created the Fire Festival. See, he was a, he's a great example of someone you'd consider to be dyslexic. I'm not sure if he knew it. I'm not sure where he is on the spectrum. But we're looking at the way he acted and the way he created something from nothing. And some of the things that came together were unbelievable of what he did. Like the video, the idea was amazing. It was big picture, big picture. But it was big picture without looking at the steps it would take to create it. So he, he dyslexics are very good at copying. You know, you think we're all create, really creative, but we're actually very good at taking other ideas and molding them into a different version of that idea. Um, we're very, very, very good at it. And what he did is when he created this festival that didn't work is he took he took ideas from some of the ones that had worked, merged them all together into a beautiful package and uh, he managed to sell a lot of tickets. Now what he did well was he brought in other people to fill in the gaps at the start. But because he was such a big picture thinker, he didn't actually do the other side of it. So he managed to make the money and bring it in. He had no idea what it was going to cost. He had no idea about all that boring detail middle bit and ended up destroying his life and losing a lot of people money. Um, now, I'm not, saying all dis- like, I'm not saying all dyslexics are like him, but you can kind of see some of the traits walking through. So what happens with a lot of uh, normal, no, normal, normal dyslexics, other dyslexics, is we struggle to ask for money. And I'll be dead honest, like we're going to put out a Patreon account to look at getting some funding for us going forward. And me and my coach, Vanessa, have been trying to work out what do we do. We're gonna use Patreon because it's purely user, user choice. We don't wanna put barriers to the, to the learning where possible, but we wanna make uh, user choice donations where people can go, hey, 
this has been really valuable. I'm more than happy to throw 20 bucks your way towards coming up with new videos and content. Um, because we found that as a way of getting past our own challenges of putting a price on the, the, the benefit we give to the world and letting people make decisions. But what you'll see in business is very hard to ask for money, is that you kind of, like I'll, I'll be honest, my hourly rate as a strategist has ranged from $50 an hour when I first started to up to 300 and it changes depending how I feel. It's very emotionally driven, it's not logical, um, it's not lineal, um, the way my mind works around money. And that's why I make sure my business partner at the moment is an accountant. He is much more lineal <laughs> in that, so it helps me, um, helps me temper that. But what it's really important, in my opinion, is don't let the dyslexic manage the money. If you are dyslexic and you're struggling to make money in a business, get help. Get outside help from someone who is boring. I mean, not boring, but uh, <laughs> who doesn't only think in pictures, that can think in text and numbers and uh, more, more focus, because it, it will hurt you. Um, and that, so that's one point, is make sure you get outside help. If you're a contractor, a business owner, don't rely on yourself. Get someone else to do the financial projections, the numbers, the cash flows, and just give you the clear numbers you need to know. There was always a great example of Richard Branson. For so long, he didn't even understand what net profit was in a business versus gross profit. And a lot of people, if they're a dyslexic listening, a lot of you may not completely get it. And I always remember he said, um, one of his uh, financial people said, okay, let me show you how to, this works. And they basically drew on the board this ocean. And he put some money signs up and, and stuff. And what he did is he put a net around some of it. And he goes, what's in this net is the net profit you get to keep. And what's outside the net is the gross profit. And this goes uh, where it goes. And I can't remember the exact story, but it was a great visual way of explaining that. But it was something he didn't even know until <laughs> we're talking 35, 40. It was a long time before he knew it. But he managed to wangle his way out because he was so good at getting good people around him. So that is a key to making money. If you can't take time to learn how to manage a team and get the right people, dyslexics, you better to get a job somewhere. It'll be harder for you, to be honest, in different ways, but you'll make some money because you're, you're smart if you use it in the right ways. Um, so that's just something I wanted to be very clear on for, uh, for making money. The other thing that I've found really valuable over the years is a guy called, um, his name is going to escape me. I want to say Richard. Um, I can see, this is dyslexia. I can see a picture of his face so clearly, but I can't remember his name. But basically he created a, um, a system called Wealth Dynamics, which was a personality profiling tool. And he fitted in the dyslexic category quite well, and he created a great lifestyle and business, and I'm sure he's had his ups and downs like all of us. But um, Wealth Dynamics did a personality test that showed you how you make money in different personalities. And I did the test, and I came out just like him with how you do it. And what it basically said is the people, the dyslexics that make the most money are brilliant at licensing their ideas. They're not great at actually bringing them into reality. They're great at creating something and licensing it. You look at Walt Disney with Disney and how he did it with characters. You know, you, everyone's seen the amount of merchandise around. The amount of licensing Disney does was, is remarkable. And that's where he made the money with Mickey Mouse. He licensed Mickey Mouse everywhere. You know, he created something amazing. License, license, license. 
Richard Branson's another one. You know, the Virgin brand has been licensed everywhere. He doesn't create all those businesses. He usually joint ventures with someone who's going to do all the hard work. He provides um, what he's good at and the brand, and someone else does it. You look at the lifestyle gyms. I can't remember the name of them, but I presume they're Virgin Gyms over in the UK and somewhere around the world, around the world now. Um, they've gone great guns, um, and that was two guys who pitched Richard Branson an idea, and then uh, Branson liked it. He helped him get investment, and they went forward like that. But uh, if Branson was creating a set of gyms on his own, it would never work, and he knows that. Um, he licensed the bits he could. He offered support in the bits he was great at, and now he made a lot of money because they did all the hard work. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to share is those are some tips on making money. It is Money, making money is a challenge because it's not our core drive. We don't quite understand it. We know we need it to survive. Dyslexics are brilliant at staying above the breadline. We can, we're really good. Whenever it gets bad, we're so creative, we find a way around it. But it can also mean we get stuck in comfort zones for a very long time. So if you are working with someone as a partner, um, let them handle the money. Have that conversation early. Um, and do listen to them when they say, slow down with your next idea. How can we improve the current idea? Um, I'm working, as I say, I'm working on some... Um, some game techniques which will help people focus a bit more, I'm hoping. And as I say, I'm doing that throughout this year, so hopefully I have something to release close to the end of it. So stay tuned. Hope that's been valuable, everybody. Uh, go out, make some money, charge what you're worth. You're worth more than you think. Um, and if you if you don't wanna put a price on it, ask someone else to choose what they wanna pay. You'll be surprised how often that works as well. Have a great rest of your day, and I uh, hope this has been a good podcast.